What's happening? How's everybody doing today? Welcome to Film Junkie Live on Wednesday, April 5th. That's right. Is it, dare I say, Wine Wednesday? <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> you know, I've been out really drinking wine on the uh, on the stream, and I thought, eh, today let's uh, pour a glass as we talk some craziness, some movie stuff, and that little fish boy, <sighs> worried about him. I'm going to talk about that, of course, Aquaman 2. And, uh, hey, it got a new release date change when I saw it. When I read the headline, I went, oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. But not as bad, but still bad. And then we'll talk about some uh, Mario Brothers uh, that is coming out this week, not in June like I thought on Monday. And then, uh, yeah, Joker 2. Joker 2 and, of course, The Mandalorian. All right. Make sure you guys smash that like thumbs up. Subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. If you want to become a member, we do a members-only stream every Wednesday, so you can pick my brain a little bit more right after this. So do it. Do it. Become part of the family. Hey, what's going on, Ryan? Good to see you. We got Mama Film Junkie here. Always great to see you, Mom. There shouldn't be any more glitches either, too, like um, when it comes to certain things. I did some tweaking to the computer, so hopefully it should be good. What's going on, Mr. Fear Jason? Good to see you. We got Eric Blake right here. What, are they going to reshoot the ending or something? They probably already have. <laughs> or they're in the middle of it. Who knows? And we got Miss Nighthawk here. Good to see you, gorgeous. We got Rhea. Do what she says. That's what she says. Um, You know, hit that like, thumbs up. Do all that. Smash it. Smash it hard. And uh, we got hump dayness going on right here. We got Roger Garcia. Good to see you. Okay, and I think that's pretty much it. Not many people uh, chatting it up right now, which is fine. Nothing wrong with that. But thank you, everybody, for showing up. Up, up, up. We got some more people. We got Tet right here. You saw your first concert. First concert? Wow. I saw my first concert when I was, like, five. I think it was the Monkees. Pretty sure I saw the Monkees at a fair. Well, you know, back, you know, when I was like five, six years old, I don't know, Mama Film Junkie could probably uh, verify that, but my God, that's pretty cool, though. Hopefully you enjoyed yourself. And then, of course, we got Snake, Snake right here. Hey, Mr. Scott McClellan's here, too. Good to see you, buddy. Okay, so that's good. Yeah. But, um, yeah, hopefully you guys uh, had a good day. My day was uh, fairly decent. Yeah, we'll be talking about all kinds of stuff. We'll be talking about, man, man, was pretty shocking that the uh, Super Mario Brothers movie, not getting the reviews that we all kind of thought. A lot of positivity, like, swarming that movie right there. Ah, uh, that's right. See? She verified it right there. I remember. I remember. I had, uh, I had uh, earbuds, not earbuds, but uh, earplugs in because it was so loud. Oh, uh, with the monkeys. Anybody remember the monkeys? That's right. <laughs> Back in my day, kids. The monkeys with two E's at the end. See, inspiration. I'm film junkie. They're the monkeys. You know, you just kind of do two E's instead of a Y. Okay. Anyways. Okay. Crappy shirt. Uh, how dare you, William Powell. I don't know what's going on with the Giants when it comes to uh, baseball. It's like every other game, they're like, hey, we suck. We, we're good. We suck. We good. We suck. We're good. I don't know. It's just kind of like all over the place when it comes to them. So... Uh, anyways, all right, let's do it. 
Let's get to these tweets right here. Huh? Let's see what's going on in the Twitter world. All right, starting off, of course, uh, you know, we got some Joker 2 images that are still, uh, you know, of course, coming in, which was happening yesterday. And then I made this little joke yesterday, too, because obviously when it came to the Blue Beetle, when it came to the Blue Beetle um, trailer, a lot of people were getting all huffy-puffy about the whole thing, about the line that George Lopez says that Batman is a fascist. People get a little too sensitive. People do the little grifty thing. They, they just... You know, do all that stuff. So I made the joke that, no, Batman is a Cassius, guys. But um bump I need a rim shot. Um, I need a rim shot sound effect right here. So one of these days. Ah, why is that not working? Oh, I have the wrong thing up. That's why. Hold on. There we go. Got my got the right drops right there. But anyways, yes, that was a stupid joke. But I thought, all right, what rhymes with fascist? All right, Cassius. But there you go. Batman is a cashist. That's right. Top-notch entertainment tweeting from me. And then, of course, we got uh, the first official, well, not the first official one, but we got a new poster when it comes to Barbie. This freaking movie is, I, I just don't know what's going on with this movie. But, hey, we got some pretty people right here. Obviously, Margot Robbie, Ryan Gosling. Uh, <laughs> oh, man, that trailer. We'll talk a little bit about that trailer, too, because, holy Lord. But there's the poster right there. Carrie Elway's uh, talking about Rebel Moon. This is uh, coming from Screen Rant. I can't tell you much, honestly, other than that it's an epic film. I think the f that fans will just be so excited when they get a chance to see it. It's a huge, huge movie, and Zach, as you know, knows how to do epic. And then continues on by saying, so it was a delightful experience, and I'm excited for the fans to see it. It'll be out in Christmas, and it's great fun. So f -f 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 fun That's right. We got Jose here. What's happening? What's happening? Dodger rival. Um, yeah, so positivity coming out from uh, Carrie Elways when it comes to Rebel Moon. Obviously, we talked about on Monday that uh, the third one will also be, be made as well, according to someone over at Netflix. So cannot wait, cannot wait. We just need some more stuff. We just need some more uh, crumbs, some cookies when it comes to that. So what's going on, Andre? Good to see you, buddy. And uh, hey, you know, if you need a little bit more film junkie, a little bit more me, when it comes to uh, Thursday, Thursday, usually I go see a movie, and of course I'm going to see Super Mario Brothers tomorrow, but I'm going to see it during the day, so I'll have my first reaction review up a little earlier, but then later that evening I'm going to be joining Ben over at Real Anarchy to be a special guest on his stream, so uh, same time as I do it here, 9 p.m., Eastern Standard Time, 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. So I'll be talking with Ben over there. And uh, I guess we're going to be talking about some uh, comic book movie fatigue. So look forward to that. And then we got this too. Zack Snyder. <gasps> what? He's working with the Russo brothers. Oh, no. First he says James Gunn's a buddy. Now he's going to be doing pizza film school with the Russo brothers. Say it ain't so. Say it ain't so, Zack. Oh, he's going to the other side, but yes, excited to be part of Pizza Film School Season 2 teaser drops on Thursday, so look forward to this on Thursday. Um, I didn't watch Season 1. <laughs> I didn't even really know this was a thing. I think I remember hearing something about it, but obviously it's the Russo brothers talking with other directors right here and other directors, as you can see right there, uh, Nia DaCosta, Justin Lin, Emerald Fennell, Justin Chan, and, um, or Chon, or Chan. 
I'm saying that right, RG, uh, RJ Cutler as well. So, oh boy, oh boy. And then of course we have the, the lovely hashtag fire, fire James Gunn. Oh, past tense, Fabian. Okay, so it's already happened in your world. Cool, cool. But uh, yeah, so uh, he'll be talking about the Russo brothers. And, uh, you know, of course, there's going to be people like, what? How dare he? You know, because people hate the Russo brothers. I don't know. It's just all dumb. We got a cool poster, Blue Beetle poster from Boss Logic right there. Like that. Always good. Oh, look at this, guys. Deadpool 3 might see the return of Marina Baccarin. That's right, who, who played, of course, Vanessa in the first two movies. She has confirmed that she is in talks to return in Deadpool 3. We have not agreed on terms. It may or may not work out. I don't even know why. I mean, I guess they could have some. I mean, it was kind of interesting because the first Deadpool was all about the love story between them two. You know, it was it revolved around there. Then when it came to Deadpool uh, 2... It was like, okay, what do you do with her character? And obviously we know what happens with her character and that, you know, it, it pushes the plot forward, of course. And there's like the, you know, the, the, the plot of like uh, him trying to find himself again and trying to love again, I guess you could say. But it's like, what do you do for the third one? Wasn't she supposed to be a mutant character eventually? Who knows? And then we got, uh, <laughs> we got Fear Jason putting my face on Gosling right there. There we go. I'm going to adopt this look. That's right. Short shorts, striped, and an open striped shirt, button-up shirt that uh, matches, and white shoes. That's what I'm going to adopt that look and bleach my hair, right? Huh? Night hockey out there? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Nope, nope, nope. That ain't happening. That ain't happening. All right, how we feeling? How we feeling about the new Spider-Man trailer? Oh, it's so great. What's up, Danger? My name. So Miles I didn't do a Morales. reaction or anything like that. One uh, because and I just don't really care to do reaction videos sometimes unless I'm doing it live. Oh, yeah. But of you course, I, this came out yesterday, right, so I already watched it. But what it looks huh? great. Wow. The animation looks Whatever. great. Top tier as per usual. So I can see this like getting another best uh, animated feature. Um, spot. Feature nomination <laughs> and probably will win because I'm just kind of wondering don't, what exactly is going to beat out this. Miles but it looks really good. good. A in AP physics. Obviously, it's going to see Miles trying to balance the two uh, the two lives as they do. So, but uh, yeah, it all looks great. There's an elite crew with all the best spider people in it. Best spider people, more spider people. Unbelievable. And of course, it shows Miguel. Oscar Isaac. Come on, go easy on the kid. He had a terrible future. And the return of Peter B. Parker. Who has a kid now? I'll take it from here. Miles, being Spider-Man is a sacrifice. Sacrifice. Oh, most of us wouldn't be here. Can't stop me now! Uh-oh. You can't run forever, kid! Yes, you can. I Anyways, looks great. Cannot wait. Really cannot wait. So, just looks great. <clears throat> Negative on what? What are you talking about? <laughs> No, but I can't wait for this movie. Obviously, it comes out, what, in June? I think it comes out in June, right? That's the movie that comes out in June, right? Ah, uh, Twitter said, nope, not going to play anymore. Damn it, Elon Musk. Anyways. Um, yeah, that, that comes out. Uh, let me guess. He died. June, June 2nd. There we go. June's going to be a good. It's going to be good. June's going to be good. Oops. Did I go too far? I went too far. There we go. Backed. 
back to it. And then we got this trailer yesterday too. We got the Barbie trailer. <laughs> I will say, I like the beginning right here. The beginning made me laugh. See her feet, takes off the shoes, and her feet are still in the high, the the, the, the high heel Hi, position Barbie. because, you know, Barbies, Hi, they're, always, they're always on their tippy toes. So I thought that was pretty funny right there when she steps out of her high heels. Oh man, Twitter sucks. Twitter's just sucking today, so I guess we're not gonna watch any more of this. Um, I swear to God, I don't know why, just, okay. So, but anyways, uh, the trailer, you know, I will say this about the Barbie trailer. Um, it, I, again, I'm fascinating where this movie's gonna go. Obviously you get Lego movie vibes to it. Um, and I don't know, there's, it's a it's star-studded cast, but I just thought a lot of the stuff that was in this trailer was kind of just, all right, besides the whole her stepping out of the high heels thing, which I thought was funny. Uh, other than that, I was just kind of, eh? I was just kind of, eh, about it? I don't know, so we'll see. We'll see, but yeah, can't play anymore because Twitter sucks right now. But, uh, you know, Margot looks great, and uh, yeah, just kind of, we'll see what happens when it comes to it. The tippy toes, yes, the tippy toes. Yeah. Here, is it gonna play again? But yeah, see, I mean, like, would it, see, I put it, there we go, now it's working. Like, it looks like it could be something where they just put fun of jokes and everything. Okay, ladies! But I just have a feeling that really every guy, I just have a feeling that every guy in this movie is gonna be a dum-dum and, uh, or evil. That's usually how it plays out when it comes to the, uh, nowadays. It's like, you know, but I think that's what they're kind of going for, I guess. But yeah, so it'll be interesting. And of course, there's the rollerblades that we've uh, seen before in the behind the scenes for behind the scenes photos and everything. So it's Barbie. I know, I know. But, you know, I'm just, it's just, it, it intrigues me still, but I'm just kind of like, eh, I just don't know. I know, I know you're going to be first in line for it. You're a feet guy, Jose? Oh, boy. Jose's a feet guy. Um, Frank Grillo confirms he has a role in the DCU and says he doesn't see re uh, a return to Marvel happening. Well, yeah, Crossbones kind of died in Civil War. Just saying, I think Crossbones serves a purpose, but I think the interesting thing is that if you see how many people around the world have responded to Crossbones, and again, it's on the screen for a very fucking short amount of time, I think there's more there. I think there was more meat on the bone. The crossbone? <laughs> okay. I was disappointed, which is why I went over to DC. Shut up. <laughs> You're not disappointed. You got killed off. Your your character died. That's the thing. When it comes to these characters in the movies, sometimes you can't flesh them out. You can't flesh them out. But you're in two, three movies, right? You showed up in Endgame as well. Um, so, I mean, I don't think that's the reason why you went over to DC. I think you went over to DC because you got offered a role in DC, which I pretty pretty much believe it's going to be, uh, the whatchamacallit, the mutant people. Um, what's the, the cartoon called? What's the animation one called? I'm totally just drawing a blank right now. But, uh, I don't think that's the reason there. Frank, but still like you. Still looking forward to seeing, uh, who you're going to be playing in there, so... Uh, I'm sure it might be, there's going to be live action, animated, you know, that whole thing. So we got that. We got that. And then speaking of reviews, Creature Commandos. Thank you, Andre. I could not for the life of me remember that. I was like, Mutant Command? Mutant? Blah, 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 blah. 
I think, yeah, I think he's pretty sure he's got a role in there. He's going to be playing one of those characters in there if we uh, see how he's doing. But uh, speaking of speaking of movies that are uh, getting good reviews, uh, audience and tomato meter, I think it's at a 97 right now, but Air. Air is certified fresh. Um, of course, we could actually take a look at it when we talk about the Super Mario Brothers reviews, but uh, Air is just getting, I mean, I, it's just, I haven't seen one bad review. Nothing. Can't wait to see it. Going to see it this weekend. So, yeah. Ben Affleck does it again. Ben Affleck does it again. See, he, the man knows how to make a movie. Knows how to make a movie. And I can't wait for it. Uh, David Lynch says he will never watch Deny Villeneuve's Dune. I don't even want you to tell me about it ever. Obviously, David Lynch, he made the 80s version, which if you watch it, it could be a guilty pleasure. It is weird. It is David Lynchy. It is something that everybody should watch. Obviously not as good as the newer version, but still something you should watch. But David Lynch is one of those people that goes, all right, well, I made the first one. I'm not going to watch the second one. David Lynch is a character. He's a character. He's definitely a character. Uh, we got Robert Eggers' new movie. We got the uh, actors in Robert Eggers' new movie. That's uh, They're all just kind of chilling right here. Nosferatu, of course. Aaron Taylor Johnson, Nicholas Holt, and Bill and uh, Gustav Skarsgård. That's right. There's another Skarsgård. There's not just uh, the two Skarsgårds that we know, but yeah. So there they are having a meal. And that movie's going to be interesting. We got some Batman art right here from Riddler Year One. Looks pretty sweet. I like that. Just another day in the Vought Tower. Hmm. And then uh, speaking of the Air movie, it's tracking to have a $16 million plus opening weekend. So not too shabby. It's going to be on Amazon in probably a couple of weeks because originally it was going to just be on Amazon, but they fought for a theatrical release, which is good because I think this movie could do well in the theaters. But yes, it'll be on Amazon probably within a couple of weeks. But $16 million, I'm not sure what the budget is. I'm sure it wasn't that crazy. And Fear Jason again, putting my face on uh, that right there. It's, uh, that's actually what my body looks like too, just saying. And then, of course, we got Ryan right there. And then we got ACS. It's pretty funny. And then poor... <laughs> I mean, come on. It's hilarious. It's hilarious. And then Andre's right over here, too, by the way. So me with the four nerds. We get the four nerds right there. All right. Keep on going. Keep on going. I got Aaron Bailey right here with his poster for Man of Tomorrow. That would have been, of course, the, the sequel to Man of Steel right here, Man of Tomorrow. Hope survives. Pretty cool poster. Shows uh, Henry Cavill Superman right there, black and white. Dig it. I dig it. Uh, I, I don't know if he's got some bubble guts that are happening, but he's like grabbing his stomach. You know, I wonder if that ever happens to Superman. You know, you eat some bad Chinese food or something like that. You have to go save the world. And, you know, it's not settling in his Kryptonian guts right, you know? I mean, does he get gassy? I can only imagine what... Anyways, yeah, I went there. I went there. All right, to keep on going, we got Fear Jason, Zack Snyder art right there. That's pretty sweet. Look at those tats. Gotta love that. That's right, Barbie. 
everybody was putting like their own profile i guess there was like a filter you can get to put yourself in the barbie poster I kept seeing this all all day yesterday but i thought this was cool i thought this was the best one this barbie has all the weapons she needs so sucker punch release the snyder punch we still need that donald glover says he and lucasfilm are talking about a lando project still that's as much as I could say without Kathleen Kennedy hunting me down. Wow. Hunting you down. That's pretty funny. But, uh, yeah, I don't. is it ever going to happen? I mean, the whole Solo thing and, I don't know, Lando. We wanted to see that. But, man, it's been how many years now? My God. It's been how many freaking years? Too many. Jonah Hill and Keanu Reeves will star in a dark comedy called Outcome for Apple, directed by Hill. It follows a damaged Hollywood star, I guess that's going to be Reeves, who must dive into the dark depths of his past to confront his demons and make amends after he's extorted with a mysterious video clip from his past. Sounds awesome! Apple Plus does it pretty well. And I thought this was pretty funny right here from WTF Facts. In 2015, this scene... Speaking of Margot Robbie, from Wolf of Wall Street featuring Leonardo DiCaprio and Margot Robbie became the most paused scene on Netflix. Gee, I wonder why, you perverts. What'd you think? You were actually going to see something? Like we all know the context of the scene, yes. But something tells me she was wearing, you know, full-on undies because, nah, she wasn't, she wasn't going to go all Sharon Stone basic instinct for the... For the scene, you perverts. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's hilarious. Anyways. All right, and we'll talk about those, of course. We've got Batmax right here showing a Batman and Constantine, Keanu Reeves Constantine, doing some action. Oh, no, it's John Wick. I thought it was Constantine at first. Whoops, my bad. But, yeah, it's Batman and John Wick. That's pretty sweet right there. I don't know why. Obviously, it's the same, Keanu Reeves, you know, but, yeah. Batman and John Wick. That'd be something I want to see. Uh, the It prequel series at HBO Max. Got uh, some cast members right here. But yeah, no Skarsgård's going to be playing Pennywise, sadly. But hey, what could he do? And of course, we're going to be talking about the Joker right here. Here's an image of uh, Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin Phoenix and Lady Gaga with uh, director Todd Phillips. That was a pretty cool shot. Really liked that. Oh, and then uh, I can't wait for, uh, you know, people to complain about this a lot more. Uh, again, I just don't even care about these Disney live action movies. And I probably, I didn't want, I don't, I don't really remember. I remember some of the songs when it came to the Little Mermaid, but I don't, I don't even really care to watch this version. I mean, I guess I'll probably check it out. But apparently, according to uh, Deadline right here, the live action Little Mermaid starring Halle, Halle Bailey and Jonah, whatever, Jonah King. Uh, we'll have some songs, some of the songs updated, composer Alan Metkin shared. Songs like Kiss the Girl and Poor and Fortunate Souls have gotten their lyrics modified to allow consent. That's right. Can't kiss the girl anymore. You have to ask the girl if she wants to be kissed. That's, that's what it is, I guess. I didn't think that, I, I'm trying to remember that song and was it, I mean, I remember there was a whole stink about when it comes to the Christmas song, you know, Baby, It's Cold Outside, and everybody sounded like, oh, yeah, it's a little too, uh, you know, rapey, you know, so, like, don't, 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 we can't, we can't play that one anymore, but I don't know, I guess Kiss the Girl, I don't remember what the song, I don't remember the song Poor and Fortunate Souls, I have no idea what that's about, but, so they're updating it, 
There you go. I guess I don't care. I just don't care. <laughs> I just really don't care, I guess. But I tweeted it. I, uh, I tweeted it. So I guess I, I just thought it was like, all right, good, good for you, Disney. That's right. Fighting the good fight with your blockbuster movies. Um, and then this, I thought this was funny right here. The, the Seinfeld meme. Kramer, what's going on in there? And then, of course, it's the ending of Zack Snyder's Just League Dark Side. And it says, Anti-Life is found, Jerry, and we'll stop at nothing to possess it. thought that was pretty funny, so. Anyways. Oh, turn that off. Sorry about that. Forgot to turn those buttons off. Anyways, all right. So how are we feeling? We good? Anyone who says X is dead and bury it. Seems to be... Uh, well, did I miss the... Uh, no, I'm about to start the uh, Aquaman 2 discussion right now, Sandy. So don't go watching Little Mermaid, folks. They butchered it. The cartoon... I'm sure that's what's going to be about it, you know? And I don't know. I just... Again, when it comes to the live-action ones, I mean, I, I, I'll watch it if there... But if there's something else that comes out the same weekend that I'd rather see, I'm going to go see that instead. I just... Aladdin was different. I actually enjoyed Aladdin, the you know, the original movie. So I went and saw the movie, and plus it was Guy Ritchie. It's Guy Ritchie. So I was like, cool. But some of the other ones I didn't care for. I didn't care for. I didn't watch the the, the Pinocchio one with Tom Hanks. I heard that was dog shit. Um, I, didn't, I didn't watch Beauty and the Beast. I didn't watch Cinderella. I didn't watch any of those. But uh, I didn't. I, I always said that uh, Dumbo, the Tim, Tim Burton's Dumbo, when it came to the ones that I saw, or at least seen, I thought Dumbo was great. I thought Tim Burton did a great job, great cast. I thought he added a lot to it because he had to make a full-length film with this Dumbo character, which was adorable as hell. The CGI was good. And, you know, it had Michael Keaton and had Don Danny DeVito, Colin Farrell. I mean, it was a great cast. And it, was, it, it felt like a Tim Burton film. You know, some of these other ones just feel like it's just part of the Disney machine. And Little Mermaid feels like part of the Disney machine. I don't even know who's directing the damn movie, but it felt like the Disney machine. Even the even Aladdin felt a little Disney machine like. But there was some Guy Ritchieisms in there. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Dumbo was great. Dumbo and that got the that that one. I guess you could say that was the one that didn't do well and it underperformed. I and I was like, I was getting choked up, man. I was, I was like this little, this little big ear elephant eye that flies around i just i'm like yes and i was just i was rooting for the little guy he's adorable come on anyways all right aquaman is doomed well we've talked about it a little bit um cheers uh, but um yeah, when it comes to Aquaman 2, Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom, I should say. I mean, I I, I think obviously when when, you, when I've talked about it before when it, when it, when it came to uh, James Gunn's announcement of DCU Chapter One, half of it at least, and you know when he talked about the movies this year that are coming out, he kind of gave he gave praise to Shazam, the Flash, big time praise for the Flash, gave praise to Blue Beetle, but when it came to Aquaman, he kind of just brushed right by it. And Aquaman, of course, got delayed 16 months, apparently. I mean, like pretty much like, uh, well, not 16 months, but it got delayed a year. But we heard about it, uh, what, October, September of last year? I don't know. We heard about it. We heard about it. Now it's got a new release date, but luckily it's not getting delayed anymore. Like, again, when I saw the headline, I went, oh, my God. 
Aquaman 2, it got delayed again. Did they push it to next year? They don't want to do that. It wouldn't make sense because it's like, all right, no. They got to get these movies out, make sure they come out, and then that's it. But when it comes to Aquaman, it's just in a really tough spot. Not, not only is it in a tough spot when it comes to whatever timeline it's involved in, obviously we want it. We heard that Michael Keaton's Bruce Wayne was going to have a cameo in it, which was actually shot. And then, obviously, we got all excited when we saw that Ben Affleck was uh, at the set, on the set and Jason Momoa posted that video, which, of course, got everybody excited that, hey, look at that, Ben Affleck's Bruce Wayne is actually going to be uh, in, in one of the scenes right here. Now we're all just kind of questioning, okay, if anything's not going to be moving forward with this current timeline... What's going to be happening with that? Are they going to remove that? What's going to happen? And, you know, when everybody kept on talking about the Flash, the Flash, the Flash, they're going to delay the Flash. They're going to reshoot the Flash. They're going to rewrite the Flash. Remember when the Scoopsy Daisies were trying to scoop that? Um, did they get any backlash with that just from me? Probably. And some people, it's like, can we actually admit that those guys are full of shit? I don't know. One of these days will. But when it comes to Aquaman 2, it's like... When it got delayed so much, it was like, yeah, they're going to need a lot of time because obviously it's heavy in the visual effects. But um, Warner Brothers did announce uh, new release dates for their various different projects and uh, Aquaman being one of them. And then there's also another Jason Momoa. Or I, I don't know if he's like part of it, but uh, yeah. But the, I mean, when it comes to Jason Momoa, obviously he's got Fast X coming out this this year. Uh, he's gonna get asked about Aquaman. He better do some marketing like right off the bat because I just think that this movie is just gonna just die. And it's kind of sad because Aquaman, the first Aquaman came out, and everybody did, didn't think that it was gonna be that great. But James Wan nailed it, nailed it. Did he did he give us the movie that he fully wanted? I don't think he did. I think he had he gotten some he got some notes when it came to the studio, uh, but he had some really great moments. There's some really great underwater action. The final act is amazing. Some of those shots are gorgeous, absolutely gorgeous. The trench scene is probably my favorite scene. Just, you know, because it, it gave that horror element. But, uh, you know, when it comes to Aquaman 2, from what I gather, though, it's like James Wan is like just just wants to go back to horror. Just probably just like how David F. Sandberg wants to go back to horror, make making a small, smaller movie and not have to deal with like these big blockbusters anymore and deal with studio heads and whatnot. But here we go. Here's the deadline article right here. It says Aquaman two shifts release date five days earlier. Warner brothers dates, the wise guys and Minecraft. Warner's decided to wake up a wake up a sleepy day with some uh, release date changes. The first James Wan's Aquaman in the lost kingdom is going five days earlier on Wednesday, December 20th, this year, instead of Christmas Day, the pick will go up against Go uh, Ghostbusters Sony's Ghostbusters sequel on Wednesday, and will face off with Illumination Universal's Migration on Friday. Migration—that's just that's you remember, you know, the little dudes, the little yellow dudes, uh, the whatchamacallits, which I can't remember what their names are right now. Uh, my brain's just not working, of course. Um, but yeah, again, and then it's also isn't the the isn't the Willy Wonka movie also coming out? Somewhere around that time, they're coming out the same week, right? So you got, like, all these movies that are coming out. All these movies that are coming out. You got uh, right here, it says, The Broadway musical The Color Purple swaps with Aquaman 2 instead of going on uh, December 20th. The Oprah Winfrey, Steven uh, Spielberg, Scott Sanders, and Quincy Jones produced movie will go on Christmas Day. That makes sense right there. Sure. Meanwhile, the first movie greenlit under Michael DeLuca and Pam Abdi administration, uh, administrations, The Wise Guys from Barry Levinson, will open on February 2nd, 2024. 
Uh, of course, that's going to have Robert De Niro and all that stuff and blah, blah, blah. Then they got an animated Toto date got shifted as well. And then, of course, along, I got, there's going to be a Minecraft movie that's also going to have Jason Momoa and Jared, uh, from Jared Hess. I think that's the guy who did Napoleon Dynamite. Uh, it's coming out April 4th, 2025. So I didn't even realize. I don't think I remember hearing that, or maybe I blocked it from my brain because I don't play Minecraft, but... I was like, oh, Jason Momoa also going to be in the Minecraft movie. That's good. No, but, uh, you know, when it comes to the Aquaman movie, I've told you guys some of the things I've heard. Obviously, there's going to be a lot of reshoots that are happening. Is James Wan part of the reshoots? Well, we'd like to think he is. From what I gathered, that maybe he's not as involved as he should be. Because I think maybe he, the, the, the dude's just over it. Obviously, he doesn't want to make a third one. I mean, obviously, I just don't take that with a grain of salt. I heard that he was like, you know, yes, he's involved, but not as involved. Because it's more like a Jason Momoa, Peter Saffron thing. Because remember, Peter Saffron is, is producing this movie, just like he produced Shazam. And, you know, when it comes to The Flash, I think The Flash is going to be a hit. Blue Beetle might be a sleeper hit. It's a low-budget, $75 million budget. And I think that, has, that stands a chance to be okay, but when it comes to Aquaman and these reshoots, God knows how much the budget has uh, been inflated. And coming out in December, I mean, you're going up against some tough things. And again, Warner Brothers is pinning it up against, I think, the the Willy Wonka, I remember seeing something, the Willy Wonka origin story that's going to be starring Mr. Timothy Chalamet. It's going to be going up against that, and I don't know, I think think the good old uh, fish boy just doesn't stand a chance. There's uh, things I've been hearing about it i mean obviously okay so the first aquaman of course did gangbusters because it was something like we'd never seen before and the fact that i mean we could thank obviously james wan for the big time heavy lifting and then of course um jason momoa being a badass being a badass rock star of aquaman and we could thank Zack snyder for you know obviously casting him because uh, you know He's always been the butt of a joke. You watch Family Guy, you watch any kind of parody stuff, they always make fun of Aquaman. Nobody wants to be Aquaman when you dress up like the Justice League. You don't want to be Aquaman. Who the hell wants to be Aquaman? Maybe now you'd want to be Aquaman. So they did a good job with that. And maybe, maybe, I mean, I could be completely wrong here too, guys. Maybe Aquaman 2 isn't doomed, but it just sounds like it just where it's at right now. Just being like, you know, right before Christmas, sure, Christmas Day would have been worse. So maybe like... Putting it a week early, sure, but it's going up against a Ghostbuster sequel. It's going up against a Willy Wonka origin. It's going up against just going up against things. And not to mention, we just don't even know about what's happening with this movie. But I know, like, hearing stuff about the plot, it's going to go heavy on the whole climate crisis thing, which, yes, that makes sense. It's Aquaman and even Jason Momoa. Wants to tackle that kind of stuff too. Obviously, he is a very a nature. He's a nature dude. But the the fact of the matter is, and what block what these blockbuster movies really got to try to nail. Because obviously, if you're going to be tackling the climate issue, you're going to get political. It's going to get political because that's that's a political freaking topic. Sadly, I don't know why it has to be a political topic, but it is a political topic. Uh, there are people that don't believe anything's happening. There are people that think we're going to die in five years. There's all you know. There's the crazies on both sides. Somehow you got to like go right 
in the middle. If you're going to be tackling the whole climate crisis in this movie, it's like you can't just go one-sided, which a lot, sometimes, sadly, these movies do go very one-sided. It's like, okay, you can make fun of the crazies that don't believe anything's going to happen and all the, the business people that are polluting the oceans and doing all that. You can go after them, but also go after the activist crazies, okay? There should be a Greta Thunberg character in Aquaman and maybe there could be like a funny little something right there. I mean, I know you're not supposed to make fun of her, but come on, it's gotten a little ridiculous when it comes to her. How dare you? I mean, they should, they could have something so you could kind of balance out, you know, you could balance that kind of stuff. That's just something that blockbuster movies need to kind of like approach. Like, yeah, we get it that Hollywood's usually one side, but at the same time, it's like there is another side. And if you want money from those people too, and you want your movie to do well, you have to appeal to both. Sadly, we're like, getting more and more divided every day in this country, sure. But of course, uh, you know, even in the world, it's there's a division as well. But you got to kind of like, you know, you can't just go hard on one side. You can't just go hard on one side. You got to like kind of balance it out a little bit. So I remember hearing that, talking with people that were like more in the know that it gets a little too um, political when it comes to the climate crisis. Maybe they're trying to fix that. But naturally, it should be part of the the... It definitely should be part of the plot, sure. It wasn't really talked about in the original one, and they could really, you know, talk about some of that stuff because, I mean, my God, there's like like a whole island of garbage that is just floating around out there. So you could you could definitely tackle that, but you can't just go hard on one side. You know, it's just going to turn people off. That's the thing. you got to kind of, like, go hard on both. Kind of try to go in the middle as much as possible. I'm, that's just a suggestion that I would kind of, like, say when it comes to that, so... I don't know. That's just me, but uh, evil Greta Thunberg. See, there you go. I'm just saying, just have a character like that because, come on, I think at first it was like, oh, you know, there she goes. Okay, cool. But then after a while, you know, now she's like an adult. You know, we just kind of go, she's still, what, She she's getting arrested for things now? But then you find out that there, she wasn't? I don't know. It's all just, it's a lot of theater that happens out there. It's a lot of theater that happens out there. So, And you can make fun of that. Make fun of that, too. I don't know, you know, again, I don't know much more about that, but we do know that James, Jason Momoa also talked about how it's um, some of the best comedy. He talked about comedy when it came to Aquaman as well, which got a lot of people worried. It's like, yeah, okay, obviously it's going to be a buddy-buddy movie with, with Arthur and Orm, but at the same time, it's like, okay, but don't go too hard. Don't go full-on Thor, Love, and Thunder, please. Don't go full-on that. Please don't, don't do that. Little, you know, there's a way to balance out the comedy in some of this stuff. I, I will all, I will reference Dungeons and Dragons again. I thought the comedy was handled very well. Did every joke hit? No, but I thought most of the jokes hit. And I thought they landed in a certain spot. There was one in particular that I thought that was good. That was like, because I, I was thinking and I'm like, they better put the, yep, they did. Because I was like getting in the writer's mind. But I don't know. I just... I just think it's doomed. Like, and I don't think they care about it. I don't, I just, I, I know they're trying to probably salvage this movie and God knows if the reshoots are still happening. Probably not. Maybe Jason Momoa is not doing the reshoots anymore. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Last I heard there was still, I mean, we, we haven't seen him post anything for a while, but uh, now they have to make sure that it's uh, ready a week early. And I just, you know, Christmas season, December, I just, I, I, I think this movie is just not going to, it's just going to, it's going to be dead in the water. <laughs> you know, Jesus Christ. So that's just me. I don't know. 
Yeah, it's gonna fly. It probably will flop. It probably will flop. Yeah, you got Black Manta in there too, um, which will be good to see more of that. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's just, it's in a bad spot. The reshoots and uh, just stuff I'm hearing, I'm like, yeah. How hard are they gonna go on certain things? Don't get too political because, like I said, you can't, you can't just, yeah. Uh, WBD can't afford another flop. They could afford another flop. Movies flop all the time. Um, the Flash won't be a flop for sure, but yeah, Aquaman will most likely be a flop. It might be a flop, or it just might underperform. I don't know. We'll see. But it is kind of weird because the first one was a billion dollars, and maybe people will remember and just flock to it, and maybe there'll be some spectacular scenes. Not to mention there's the Amber Heard thing, too. That's also going to be part of it, but I think by the t that time, people don't even really think about that anymore. I don't know. Um, there's just so many things like when it comes to it, but the fact that it's now like moved up in release date, they shifted it up, which smart, but I think it's just not going to help. It's just not going to help. And I think the thing is doomed and God knows where Aquaman's going to fit future wise. Are they going to just be like, Hey, Jason, is he actually going to become Lobo? Who knows? But there you go. That's just what I wanted to talk about is the main discussion. And I'm just... As much as I, uh, I love James Wan, he's a great director, but uh, I can't wait for more horror movies from James Wan, which, of course, he's done recently. Uh, he's fit in between these two, but I think the guy, just like David F. Sandberg, is just ready to hang up the CBM hat, coats, and everything and just be like, all right, I'm done. I'm done. I'm absolutely uh, done with this, so. Yeah. All right, moving on to the next topic here. It's-a me! It's-a Mario! Did I do a better job than Chris Pratt? Maybe. Remember how everybody was, like, hating on Chris Pratt for, well, everything, but, you know. The voice. I know a lot of people are like, the voice, the voice. I was like, yeah, I mean, I wish they would have went for a more, uh, you know the recognizable Mario voice, but, uh, you know, like, like how, like, what I keep on griping about is the fact that they always have to cast, like, these actual actors as opposed to voice actors to do all this stuff, and, of course, half the budget ends up going to the actors, which is absolutely crazy. I don't know why they do that, but they want to sell the movie, and they think it's going to help. Right, Dwayne Johnson? DC Super Pets. Okay. 54 percent. But a 96% audience score. And I think that's really the one you should be looking at, obviously. Now, I mean, I, when, 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 the, when this came out yesterday, I, went, I, I tweeted it out and went, oh, well, that's crazy. I just was not expecting it because I kept seeing a bunch of positivity from, like, social media reactions and whatnot. I kept seeing that. So when this score came out, that it was a rotten tomato... Kind of took me by surprise. Took me by surprise. So I was kind of like, you know, okay, I was thrown back by that. But then, of course, you know, we got. I had people, like, respond going like, hey, it doesn't mean anything. I'm still going to see it. It's like, yeah, no shit. We've been saying that forever. It just caught me by surprise. That's all. It just caught me by surprise. Of course, I'm still going to go see it tomorrow. It's still going to make a bunch of money. Apparently, it's projected to make $225 million plus worldwide opening weekend. It's going to do gangbusters. Most likely going to start a new universe in this Illumination universe, whatever. So it'll be fine. And it's only a 54%. It's not that bad. Critics uh, consensus. Um, let's see. Oops. Let's not do that. 
Critics consensus, while it's nowhere near as thrilling as Turtle tipping your way to 128 lives, the Super Mario Brothers movie is a colorful, albeit thinly plotted, animated adventure that has about as many Nintendos as Nintendo'ts. <laughs> wow, Nintendos and Nintendo'ts. Good job, Rotten Tomatoes, for making up that one. Holy Lord. All right, let's read some of these right here. Um, we got New York Magazine, Vulture. It's all dispiritingly wrote. Aside from bursts of weird vitality whenever the film veers into action out of the games. Okay, so she didn't like the, the plot, which is what they're kind of saying, but she liked the other parts when it was action-y. In terms of servicing fans who want more of their Super Mario Brothers than they can get at home or in an arcade... Arcades still exist. The movie gets the job done. So Minneapolis Star Tribune right there. This isn't a movie. It's a checklist of fan expectations. That's kind of all I want. For somebody who played it as a kid, it's kind of all I want. So I guess I'm really going to enjoy this. For all the detailed worlds like the Mushroom Kingdom and Jungle Kingdom, the Nintendo film is just another soulless Soulless ploy to sell us merchandise that doesn't bother to disguise its creativity-starved greed. Whoa. I love this uh, review right here from Little White Lies. Charles, justice for Bob Hoskins. <laughs> Come on. That's funny. Obviously, talking about the, uh, the 90s live-action Mario Brothers movie, which is god-awful. But if you want to watch it while, you know, that's probably, you know, that'd probably be a good time. The new film is so colorful, sweet, and playful, while ultimately insubstantial. Going to it is like being handed a bowl of Fruit Loop cereal to munch on instead of a bag of popcorn. That's an interesting... It's 2.5, but that's, that's a... Okay. That was kind of like a backhanded bad review, but anyways. It narrowly misses being a list of fan winks. I'm sure that's... There's a lot of fan winks in there. We got a positive one right here. In its most creative moments, the film experiments with bizarre game rules looking for laughs, yet these moments are quickly discarded as if suffering from attention deficit disorder. Wow. That seems almost like a half-assed positive. Okay. Doesn't have the coolness or cutting-edge appeal as, say, the Lego movie did, and it wasn't quite as fun as Sonic the Hedgehog. I watched that over the weekend. Really enjoyed that one. But it's mildly enjoyable family-friendly adventure family-friendly adventure that does not that does just enough to make it feel like a success okay the glib literalism with which it applies cinematic narrative to video games abstractions can't hold a candle to the wrenching pathos and uh, pathos and self-discovery of a night on the track with real life loved uh, real life loved ones and Mario in this original medium so yeah just it's a mixed bag. It's just a mixed bag. That's all. Just a mixed bag. Um, I think I, this movie's going to do gangbusters. Nobody's going to care. It's got a 96%, right? 96% audience score. That's really all that matters. You're going to go see it. You're going to go see it. Of course you're going to go see it. Everybody's going to go see it. We're all going to go see it. I'm going to do a re I'll do a first reaction. Might do a full-on review. I don't know. So look forward to my first reaction review tomorrow or today if you're watching this today when i cut it out for a shot um yeah i'll look forward to that i'll have that posted pretty you know earlier than usual since i'm gonna go see it during my lunch tomorrow so 
Yeah, look forward to it. I'm, I'm still looking forward to it. I'm sure I'm going to enjoy it. I'm sure we're going to, you know, I'm not looking for a big time plot. I'm not looking for anything that has to be that deep. I mean, it all, it, it does help. It definitely does help. But to me, I'm just like, it's a movie where uh, used, it's, a, it's, it's on a video game where the guy, you know, you know, you know, I could do the noises for days, guys. If you want me to just keep doing Super Mario Brothers noises, I could keep doing Super Mario Brothers noises. But, you know, we're already, you know, going to reach an hour here. And I don't want to go for two hours, for God's sakes. But, yeah, go see that. Then go see Air. Plenty of good stuff that's coming out. See Super Mario Brothers. Bring the kids. I'm sure they're going to enjoy it. And then, of course, then when if you can have a date night or, you know, whatever, with some buddies or whatever the hell, go see Air. But seeing it 3D. Oh, it's also in 3D. Yeah. Yeah. I don't need to see it in 3D, but I'll see it in regular. But, yeah, look forward to my review tomorrow. I'm sure I'll enjoy it. Hopefully. <laughs> Joker 2 reps. I didn't think this movie was going to wrap already, but apparently, yeah, all the outside shots were saved for last. So we heard about this, and then Todd Phillips decided to be like, hey, guys, we wrapped it. And there she is in the elevator, the iconic elevator. I'm sure that's the elevator that we saw Arthur Fleck when he turned into the Joker. Maybe it's a different elevator, probably. But Todd Phillips, that's a wrap. Thanks to these two, plus the entire cast and the best crew that a film industry has to offer. Giving praise to good old Warner Brothers Discovery. From top to bottom, going to crawl into a cave now, edit room, and put it all together. Well, you got over a year, man. You got like a year and a half. Remember, we're not getting Joker 2 till October of next year. Hopefully they bump that up. Can you bump that up? Seems like, uh, you know, seems like you're going to have plenty of time to finish it. Hell, they could put it out October of this year. Which they should. Put it out October of this year. It'd be pretty sweet. But yeah, there's uh, Miss Harleen Quinzel. Oops, not that. Hit the wrong one right there. This guy right there. There's Arthur Fleck. I mean, I guess he's in the uh, Arkham Asylum type bus because, of course, there's like a fence uh, or whatever over the, the windows right there. So, yeah. Looking good. Sharp. Clear images right there. Clear images of both of them right there. Can't wait. It's going to be, um, there was like a little scene. Let me see if I could find it here. Somebody was uh, mentioning it today and I uh, tweeted it out, but there was like a little scene where you can actually see because, you know, this, one of the things, and hopefully we get to see it and we should be able to see it when it comes to the air cut, release that freaking air cut is, you know, the fact of uh, the, the toxic relationship between Joker and Harley, the toxic relationship. That's what we wanted to kind of see. We know it's bad. It's supposed to be bad. But there's this shot right here where you actually see, boop. And like, you know, I mean, he's not one what's happening, but then he starts kind of just, eh. I don't know what's happening, but sure, her eyes are all like, whatever. The, huh. Something interesting. Are we going to have like a t little bit of a toxic relationship with these two, with this version? Maybe. But yeah, that was definitely missing from the su from Suicide Squad. 
And we know from behind the scenes video that they were actually going to tackle that because that's all that's part of the Harley and Joker relationship. It's toxic. It's bad. It's not supposed to be good. It's not supposed to be loving. We're not supposed to watch and be like, God, I want that. I want that. That's relationship goals right there. Harley and Joker relationship goals. That's what I want. No, nobody, nobody should say that. And if they do say that, and maybe somebody you're seeing is saying that, run. All right. Is Aquaman 2 really doomed? Well, yeah. You already talked about it. You're going to have to rewind. already talked about that topic. Because right now, we're talking The Mandalorian Season 3, Episode 6. Now, I'm sure if you haven't watched the episode, I'm not going to give any spoilers, but I'm sure you've seen the stuff on the timeline. There's some cameos in here, and I will talk about those cameos because that was the worst part about this episode. It felt very Thor love and thundery with certain things, but at the same time, I didn't get bothered as, of course, some people get bothered all the time. But it was, it was cheesy. Jack Black and Lizzo, when they show up onto this world that is basically out of reach and they're kind of doing their own thing so they're there uh we got uh din and bogatan showing up and kind of wondering like okay so what's going on with this world uh the whole the, the plot of this episode i thought was i liked it because of what was happening with the droids and stuff and they were kind of like this something doesn't feel right here but yeah it does get a little cheesy uh we did we do get the christopher lloyd cameo or, or his episode we already heard that he was going to be in this season it was talked about last year that christopher lloyd was going to show up his character was not cheesy i thought jack black and lizzo's character was definitely cheesy definitely cheesy definitely is all right and of course we get another um grogu flip which man when 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 that little thing does the flip i just go <laughs> i'm like man they're just leaning into him doing his little flippies his little flippies. It looks ridiculous. It, I mean, it does. But, I mean, I guess it's supposed to. I don't know. It's practical, at least. But, but yeah, but I thought the, the episode with them, with Bogotan and Din just kind of doing their thing, I thought it was good. And then, of course, we had this other Mandalorian situation that was happening. And then, uh, you know, after what happened at the end of last episode, you know, there's a little bit of reference when it comes to the Darksaber again. And, yeah. The dark saber thing when it comes to obviously Bo-Katan had it at one point and then Din has it this time, you know, Mendo has it this time, but yeah, so <sighs> it's it, it was it was fine. It was fine. It was fine. I, I I just thought the uh the cameo stuff, yeah, it was a little bit like, all right, geez. Hats in your face. A little thorn love and thundery, but what could he do? It's still Disney, right? It's still Disney. Yeah, the editing. Yeah, yeah. There was uh, some of the editing. A lot of the the Star Wars editing is not that great. It really isn't. Just ask Steven. Oh no, ask Steven about the lighting, the color palette and the lighting. Yeah, ask him about that. We've already we he's yeah he's talked about it. I really hope not because every time he flips, it looks like a puppet. Yeah, I know. It, it, it's not it's not good. I mean, it just anytime he does this little flip thing. I mean, I know we're so like Grogu, Grogu, you know, is, is going to be a master Jedi. But man, the flips just look ridiculous. They just look ridiculous. They do. 
I don't know. All right, let's see. Let's go to questions now. Let's see uh, what's going on over here in the... Uh, um, let's see. Nope. There we go. Nothing. Uh, the only the only comments I got on YouTube was from Mr. Fabian, who always has to show up and hashtag no is no. He says no is no. No means no. Restore the Snyderverse. Fire James Gunn. No means no. Well, he doesn't say no means no, but he says no is no. So obviously doing the Lord's work. Doing exactly what Zach wants him to do, you know? Exactly. Hashtags, hashtags, hashtags. Like crazy. More hashtags. You get a hashtag. You get a hashtag. Everybody gets a hashtag. So. All right. Let's see what's happening over here in the Twitter world. Eh, not too many questions, so we'll get through these pretty quickly. All right, first off, we got Andrea. Hey, Dave, you've said several times Zach circled the running time of his cut on your poster. Do you have the video when he did it? Cheers. I don't have the video. I have, I mean, if you go to my channel, you could see when I was getting the posters signed by him and I had him do like, you know, this is Zack Snyder or you're watching Film Junkie and you could see that. That's been... Um, that's on my, uh, if you just type in that, if you type in Zack Snyder and find it on my channel. But I did do like a, I did do a video of the, of the day. Like I did a cut up video, like a vlog of the day of SnyderCon. So you could see some of that. And I think the next day I did, I, I did, yeah, the, the next day I did do a video. I did do a video where I talked about the circle, 214 circled on the, on the posters. So just type it in. I don't know. It was, you know, like I said, it was four years ago, for God's sake. So, Ryan, happy Whiskey Wednesday, Dave. Do you ever see, did you ever see the movie, the, the fall movie? I didn't see it. It's been out for a while. A while? It has Grace Curry from the Shazam movies. My hands were sweating the entire time. Really well done and original. If not, check it out. Yeah, I'll check it out. And I thought I heard that they might actually make a second one. But yeah, if you're, I guess if you're afraid of heights, not a movie for you to watch. Eric Blake. Hey, Dave, considering how James Wan's long said he always ends his stories in two films, not a trilogy. Take notes, Mr. Sandberg. It's, well, Sandberg's not coming back for a third one. It's not like his leaving after two is a disaster. Second, well, um, yeah, true. But I mean, is it the movie that he wanted to make? That's the question I always ask. Second, why reshoot it? Reshoot if you're gonna reboot anyway. Well, apparently they are. They have been. Third, Willy Wonka prequel. No competition. Uh, there's competition. <laughs> there's Ghostbusters. Also, it's not just the the same movies that are coming out. And you don't think a Willy Wonka prequel will do Gangbusters during Christmas season? I think that will. Uh, I think that might. Uh, Devon Wooter. Dave, I'm surprised Aquaman 2 got moved up to December 20th. Do you think WB moved the date because of Zack Snyder's Rebel Moon? Now, WB is scared of Zack Snyder's movie? Now, what do you predict? Because Zack Snyder's movie is coming out on Netflix. It'll probably have a limited theatrical release, but I don't think it's worried about that. What do you predict for Aquaman 2 box office? Do you think it's going to 
uh, read a billions, make a billions. I mean, yeah, and I don't think it's going to be, uh, it's not going to make a billion, I don't think. I want to be wrong, guys, too, by the way. Happy Easter. Yeah, that's right. Easter's coming up. Mr. Nobody, happy hump day, Dave. I know Aquaman 2 is a bit of an uphill battle or an upcurrent battle. Am I right? <laughs> okay. Um, battle, yes. I know that's putting it lightly, but I feel like the general audience who weren't in tune with the drama and will still watch it. Doubt it'll make a billion, but I think it could be a solid film. Thoughts? I'm hoping that it's going to be. I mean, I'm not rooting for it to be. I'm just looking at it and hearing things. And the fact that this movie has been in, like, they've been making this movie for so freaking long. And with the, the, the new DCU and with everything that's happening. And the fact that it's at the tail end of the old DCEU, I guess you could say. It just, it's in a bad spot. It's in a bad spot and they can't cancel it. I know some people are like, really, why would they cancel like the like backrolling? No, this movie's got hundreds of millions of dollars already invested into it. There's no way that they're going to cancel it. But you know, like I said, they're trying to save it. We'll see what happens. But I don't know. It's just like one of those things where maybe it was too long of a wait. It was what the first one came out in 2018, and now here we are five years later. I mean, that's a, that's a bad part when it comes to a movie like this. You can't get the sequel for half a decade, which that doesn't help. And we were supposed to already be, we were supposed to already have this movie out. So, and then just the fact that it's at the tail end of all this. It was supposed to come out before Flash was going to be the last movie for all this. I think Blue Beetle's fine because it kind of stands alone and it could be part of the new DCU. But when it comes to Aquaman, I just don't know. And then are we going to get a Bruce Wayne scene in there? Is there going to be any other cameos in there? I don't know. It just seems like it's it's dead in the water. <laughs> How many freaking water puns can I can I do in this stream? I don't know. I just keep on doing it. I I hope for the best, okay? I hope for the best. I think it's doomed right now. I hope I am 100% wrong. I like Jason Momoa. I love. I like James Wan. I hope this movie does well. I, I love. I thought the first one was great. I really want to be wrong about this, but it's just looking at everything. It's just man. But maybe the further we get closer to it, this movie could you know maybe something could flip. Something can absolutely flip, and then maybe it'll get good word of mouth. I don't know just seems like it would be more of a summer movie. First off, Aquaman seems like it should be more of a summer movie. And when you put like something like this, again, it's like bad placement when it comes to the years. Like you're putting it around Christmas. I don't know. When did the first one come out? Was it also around Christmas? Maybe it did. Maybe I'm just completely wrong about that. I don't know. I'm wrong about a lot of things. I'm wrong about a lot of things. So don't listen to me. I just, to me right now, things just sound like it's doomed. Just sounds like it's doomed to me, but I really hope that I'm wrong. I really hope that I'm wrong. So, yeah, DC reboot canceled. Well, can you invite James Gunn on your podcast? Yeah, I would love to have James Gunn. One of these days, maybe I'll get him on the, the Vodka stream. Uh, maybe he'll, like, want to join. And then wouldn't it be crazy if I got Zach to join, too? We had Zach and James on there. Oh, my God, the Internet would freaking melt. At least, uh, you know... The Snyder community would totally just lose their shit, at least the loud part. Most people would be perfectly okay with it, but, you know, that loud that loud part of the, the fandom, which is like, eesh. All right, guys, let's go ahead and wrap this up. Make sure you subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. Hit that like, thumbs up, do all that. Share the stream if you uh, can, you know, do it, uh, you know, do all that. But, uh, yeah, 
Uh, follow me on all the sock meds that are around me. Got Vero, Facebook, Patreon. If you want to, uh, you know, get a little extra with the Patreon and help out the channel, surely would appreciate it. Got, of course, Twitter and uh, Instagram. And like I said, if you want to become a member, join the uh, join the community. I'm gonna we're gonna do a members only stream after this. Pick my brain a little bit more, you know, see if I have any tea for you guys. But uh, yeah, just uh, do that, do all that, and look forward to my. First reaction review of Super Mario Brothers. It'll be a little earlier because I'm seeing it during the day tomorrow. So look forward to that. And uh, and like I said, I'm going to be on uh, Ben's channel, Ben Everts, Real Anarchy, going to be the special guest, and we're going to be chatting it up. So tune into that tomorrow at the same time as I usually do this, 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. All right, guys. Talk to you later.